You're listening to the Sports Talk Podcast with Darcy Waldegrave from News Talk ZB. We're joined on Sports Talk now by the Chief Executive of Sky NZ as we look at this new initiative which involves free-to-air sport. Sophie Maloney, welcome to the program. This is a wonderful initiative. I can't see a loser here. Kia ora, Darcy. Um, nice to be with you and all of your listeners. Yeah, look, we agree. We think this is a, a beautiful win-win-win for you know Sky customers, for the, for the codes and also for our shareholders. So who drove this? Where did the idea come from? How long has it taken to get everyone on board? <laughs> uh, well, look, we've got a we've got a new um, a new sales team led up by Lauren Quintance and Ben Gibb, and uh, you know this has been on the cards for a little while. But as you know, it takes a little while to get everyone on board. Uh, but we're very excited. We know how important having a regular schedule uh, for free to wear is. So to have Friday night footy. Saturday night Super Rugby, and you've got basketball on Sunday afternoon, and then Monday night is ANZ Premiership. We think it's going to be, you know, a really, really great experience for those Sky Open customers. We're talking to the CEO of NZR last week, <clears throat> Mark Robinson, uh, talking about the necessity for free-to-air TV, as what's happened with cricket and, and TVNZ. So how complicit were they in this decision? Uh, yeah, look, they're, you know, our, our sports partners um, are always keen to make sure as many fans out there get to engage with their coach and so um, yeah we're really excited to have support of both uh, you know Cam and George and of course New Zealand Rugby in terms of, of going out with this new free-to-air schedule but just but just to be clear Darcy you know we have been putting a lot of free-to-air sport out on Prime which we've now rebranded and relaunched as Sky Open so we had great success with the FIFA Women's World Cup last year and of course the Rugby World Cup too so this is not a new thing for Sky, but we just, we're really excited now to actually have this you're, you're consistent par- schedule and we think our advertisers are going to really enjoy it too. Yeah, I think so, Sophie. You were in partnership with the NZR though, so how much did the NZR, how much say do they have in this decision? Uh, well, it's always, a, it's always a conversation, but we have the, you know, we have the rights to determine how we're going to, what we're going to do in terms of what goes out free to wear and, and what stays as part of the Sky Sport and Sky Sport Now packaging. Uh, so it's certainly a, a conversation that we want to have with them and make sure they're good with it. Um, but they are rights that we have secured under the deal and we pay a significant amount for them. Uh, and so, yeah, it's definitely a conversation, but we think it's going to be, we think it's going to be great for the sports and we're, we're excited to see what it does in terms, of, in terms of broader viewership. So it's a conversation that basically Sky led, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. With the NRL, was it was it similar? How did that fall into place? Could I expect they're a little tighter about their rights, or is it the same kind of drill? You pay for it, so you get to do what you want with it. <laughs> well, we're we're all aligned in trying to grow um, grow the fandom around the sports, but also making sure that uh, there is a premium experience for those customers who are paying for it. So, you know, in this instance, we're talking about. Um, uh, you know, a number of games going out, so 25 of the NRL, but there are 230 matches. So for those leagueies out there um, who can't afford to pay, they're obviously getting a great experience through Sky Sport. But in terms of engaging with the NRL, yeah, of course, they want to make sure that there's the right care for their property and that we're going to treat it in the right way. And we agreed with them that Friday Night Footy was a great place for us to, to showcase their sport for all of Aotearoa New Zealand. So what's the aim here, essentially? Is it to build a bigger subscriber base by, by luring and tempting people in to generate more advertising that way? Is it is it a freebie? What's the main drive behind actually doing this? 
Look, the, the, the drive is, the commercial driver is a simple one. We invest a huge amount in content. Um, so naturally, we want to maximise the revenue benefit. Um, you know, last year we spent $384 million on content and content production. Uh, and so, as I said at the outset, this is a beautiful win-win-win because you're engaging with customers and advertisers, uh, but equally, um, you're able to make sure that your shareholders are getting the benefit too. So it's a it's an overall commercial driver. Yeah, I'm just going back to the Friday night football with seven Warriors games on a Friday night. That really works well for the fan base and obviously capitalising on up the wires because that exploded last year, Sophie. Yeah, it absolutely exploded, didn't it? It was it was phenomenal, and we're just hugely excited to be able to share that with all of Aotearoa New Zealand. Of course, many New Zealanders have a couple of teams, so going along and seeing the Rabbitohs uh, play last year at Mount Smart was quite an experience. So, uh, you know, for those fans, obviously there's a subscription to, to Sky Sport or Sky Sport Now is best suit those New Zealanders. But, yeah, Up the Waz was pretty phenomenal, and we're excited to see uh, what the team can do this year too. The CEO of Sky joins us, Sophie Maloney. Is that your second team, the Rabbitohs? No, no, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm the Warriors all the way. That's what I like to hear. I'm really interested <laughs> where you start these games off as we start them live, but you've got to add some breaks in there, some advertising breaks, so the games will finish as live, if you will. Tell us the decision around that. Is there decent money to be made? Are you mopping something up? Why is that the case, Sophie? Yeah, look, it's about there is about this. There's there's a desire to make sure that we are we're starting live and that we're um, we're giving a premium experience to those Sky Sports uh, paying customers. So um, there won't be an interruption uh, to any of their viewing. Um, just looking at the normal normal ad breaks. Uh, but for those on um, those Sky Open customers, um, yeah, there'll be a delay of around we said around twelve minutes by the end of the match. So, you know, three two-minute breaks in each half, uh, two four-minute breaks um, half-time, and then there's a quarter break at full-time. So there's, a, there's an opportunity there for advertisers who are very keen to um, have very engaged customers, which we think uh, we will certainly have, and we saw that with the Rugby World Cup, hugely engaged um, fan base watching. We think that will be very attractive to advertisers. Uh, so it's just a way to help, help um, cover some of those content costs that I talked about. So... There's money in free-to-air sport, do you think? Is this the future now, do you believe? I think, look, I think that free-to-air um, has a role to play, um, but equally, um, as sports codes are aware, um, they're a significant production and, and obviously they're keen to maximise their rights costs. Um, so free-to-air does not generate what subscription does. Um, I don't want you to think that, but it certainly has a role to play. And advertisers are keen to get in front of, um, you know, highly engaged eyeballs. So, Sophie, you look at the TVNZ and the New Zealand cricket success that they've had as far as bringing people along. I'm presuming some of that is based on that. But is this something you might look to put in place when New Zealand cricket rights come up and when you try and, I'm presuming, lasso those if you can? Yeah, look, I think it's I think it's exciting that New Zealand is getting to experience, um, you know, seeing the Black Caps perform um, is always good, um, and uh, you know we're we're open to that conversation, but we're also very conscious of of the costs that go into to covering these sports. So it's just about finding that you know finding that right balance and sweet spot. And obviously, at the moment, um, 
New Zealand cricket and TVNZ are getting the benefits of, you know, of Spark Sport exiting the market. So there is a little bit of context there in terms of the, the cost coverage, if you like. Uh, but And for Sky, Skybox customers, I'm excited they're able to watch that on, on Duke and record to their heart's content. So this success, is that a wee bit to do with what you're doing now with NRL? And you said it's been in, in the pipeline for quite a while, but this must have really um, been a shining light just to see the engagement there. Oh, look, we're always interested to see, um, yeah, to see how this goes. And we're, we're, we have been, as I say, we have done a lot in terms of free-to-air sport previously on Prime, and now it's called Sky Open, uh, which you can access on Freeview Channel 15. Um, and it's just good that we've now got the right team um, who are engaged. We've got the right scheduling going on with that channel. And we're just really excited to see what it does. Our experience to date, Darcy, has been that where we've put out free-to-air sports, particularly Rugby World Cup or FIFA or even the Olympics, that um, viewership does tend to rise right across the piece. So we're going we're gonna to test to learn this year and, and see what it does. Um, but, you know, ultimately this is about trying to meet New Zealanders where they are and delivery, delivering great sporting moments for all of our Tiroa New Zealand. Yeah, do you believe this uh, in the long run transfers to people buying the product full stop? Once they get enough of a taste of it, they can't help themselves. This is a, uh, a bit of, what do they call it, a loss leader, I think, in supermarkets, Sophie. <laughs> well, I'm, I will look, we'd be very excited if, um, you know, especially for those casual fans who might decide, actually, I really love the sport and I do want to see more and they decide they... They actually might want to explore the broader Sky experience, whether it's through Sky Sport Now or on one of the Skybox or Skypod solution. So, of course, um, that cross-promotion ability is something we're going to be very interested to see. But ultimately, um, this is also about engaging with advertisers and trying to make sure that these sports are as accessible as, as possible in a way that still makes commercial sense for us and our partners. Are you expecting to lose any customers that would cancel their sub knowing they can now get a slice of free NRL and Super Rugby? Uh, No, I'm not expecting that because, um, you know, if you really enjoy your your league, um, I don't think 25 or 213 games is going to sate your appetite. and, you know, Super Rugby Saturday is 19 of 91 games. So, again, if you really like um, your footy um, and you're, you're able to pay, then I don't think that this is going to disrupt that viewing experience. The opportunity we see is actually to engage um, with those perhaps more casual fans or those households uh, where the Sky Sports subscription is not within their gift at this stage. Um, and we're very conscious of the cost of living crisis in this country. So um, our hope is actually we just we just grow the fan base. We'd hope so as well. Look, straight mm. to us, do you, Sophie Maloney, CEO of Sky. Do you want the cricket? <laughs> we 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 love our crickets, and and on a personal note, I think I shared that with you last time. Uh, my family and I adore our cricket, which is why we have a deal with Cricket Australia, and you've been watching hopefully some of the West Indies tour of late. Uh, and we have our relationship with the ICC. I think when it comes to the renewal round, and I know Scotty Wienick, I'm looking forward to catching up with him. Uh, it's all about just trying to see what makes sense. And ultimately, Darcy, we value what our customers value. We see what they value from what they watch. And that's a really a key driver into what we can then put forward in terms of rights. And of course, 
and this is a particular focus with cricket, it's about those production costs and trying to see how we can work to to make those um, more affordable going forward. So that all goes into the mix. Well, you don't want to give them too much before you negotiate, but uh, the good CEO speak there, Sophie. But personally, <laughs> you guys yeah. want the cricket, don't you? This is important for your stable, surely. Uh, well, that's, that's why I say we, we, we've never, um, we've always maintained... Uh, our cricket cricket offering, whilst we um, don't have the domestic rights, um, when the black caps go across to Oz, uh, we have them there, and you can see uh, through the ICC World Cups that we have um, that cricket is important. It's important to our base. So coming up, we've got um, the England Tour of India. Um, you know, we've got the Under-19 Cricket World Cup. So, yes, we like our cricket, um, and I was really interested to see Scotty Weenick talking about the importance of free-to-wear, um, but as I've been consistent in saying, um, you know, if you're taking out rights exclusively, there's a certain premium that you pay, and if there's a free-to-wear aspect, then that does need to make sure you moderate that through um, the value attribute to the rights. So uh, a long way of saying, Darcy, yes, we do enjoy our cricket. Um, we have a lot of cricket, uh, and we're excited at the moment that Skybox customers at least, are able to watch a lot of it on on Duke with TVNZ. For more from Sports Talk, listen live to News Talk ZB from 7pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love our New Zealand Herald podcast, The Little Things, hosted by me, Francesca Rudkin, and my good friend, Louise Airy. We focus on all the little things that you can do to make a positive impact on your life and to cut through the confusion from the health and wellness industry. Join us every Saturday to hear from the experts for all the tips and advice you need. Just search The Little Things on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts.